This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press, roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Welcome back to Meet the Movie Press. It is Friday. It is December 4th. It is the holidays. It is after Thanksgiving. I am Mark Riley. I am managing editor of GeekNation.com. Hi. Jeff Snyder, film reporter, TheRap.com. Yes, you are, and welcome back. How was your holiday, dude? Oh, it was wonderful. I gave thanks for you, Mark. <laughs> I, I saw gave thanks that. for you we... and all the wonderful people in the booth that mm-hmm. make this show happen. Yeah, man. Uh, well, thank you. I give thanks to you. I give thanks to the oh. fact that I was in the in the butt crack of uh, Nevada with no nothing to do on Thanksgiving. Nearest movie theater, hour and a half away. Bring a DVD. You know what? Bring I a, did. Bring a fucking book, Mark. No, I brought a book. <laughs> and I brought my computer, and we watched uh, Jessica Jones uh, on Netflix. Awesome, and we're going to talk about Jessica Jones because I've been watching it too. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, uh, obviously gave thanks for the readers. Uh, the, not the readers. The readers and the listeners yeah. out there. Yeah. We do appreciate yeah, your you patronage. Guys, you guys were uh, tweeting us last week uh, on the Friday asking if there was a Meet the Movie Press, which there wasn't. We were off for I got a weeks. very an email from a very powerful publicist. I don't think I shared it. What? With you. But no. yeah, he was like, don't give me this Thanksgiving bullshit. Two <laughs> weeks in a row without MTMP. Wait, I feel serious? bad. So Josh, if you're if you're listening to this. Yeah, a nice publicist is listening to the show? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I like I like we have, to, we have a bit of a following out there we in, actually do. in the wood. Yeah, we actually do. And all of you listening right now, uh, thank you very much for subscribing, for rating, for sharing, doing all that good stuff. And we're looking right now on the live feed, youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. I got you all talking here. They want to talk Revenant, which I'm sure you're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little Revenant and Um, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, Batman v Superman trailer, of course. I just Um, watched it, gang. Just watched it. Trailer is here. Um, And then we're going to get into this week's news, past a couple weeks of news. And uh, where should we start? Yeah, let's do this. Okay, where should we start? Let's start with the Batman v Superman trailer. Fuck it. Let's do it. So I just watched it. I wasn't going to watch it, guys. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm going to see the movie. I don't want everything spoiled. Yeah. You know, ultimately it was impossible to avoid Doomsday or whatever. Right. There was a Uh, lot of memes. A lot of memes out there. So I just, Mark basically made me watch it for the show. Yeah. So right before, guys. Do it for you guys. Yeah. Right before we went on, I said, you know, what'd you think? And he went, I haven't watched it. And I was, I was very impressed. I was like, wow, you didn't. It's real willpower. Yeah. I I don't even know what it was. I just didn't have the impulse to click. Uh, but, I, I, uh, we can talk about it now because I've Let's seen talk it. About it, and I don't think it looks great. My opinion went down. Yeah, yeah, you were, you were, you were not pleased. I mean, you were, you were like, okay, okay, and then it. Ended. I thought that there were some pretty lame quips. I thought mm-hmm. it looked like the Green Lantern again at the end. Just Ooh, it yeah. looks. Oh my god, it looked. It didn't look great. It's it's interesting. Ooh. I I drank the Kool Aid and and watched it and loved it. Like just, I think I was blinded by the fact I'm seeing three 
iconic characters finally in live action format. Looking good. Um, I will say I, I agree with the Doomsday bit. It looks a little bit like a Ninja Turtle meets a troll from Lord of the yes, Rings. Yes, it looks terrible. It looks just so generic. It, it looks very I didn't generic. know what the hell I was looking at. Well, I, a lot of people are comparing it to, like, the Abomination from the Incredible Hulk movie. Yes, and I'm just back. like, so what happened to, like, Lex Luthor? Yeah. Just uh, Le- give me Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor was a little off-putting for a lot of people. For me, I think oh, it's ballsy, I, I, and I like the... I, oh, I love the approach, and I, I love that's the what I, I was really excited about with... Batman vs Superman. Sure, is this human opponent with this brilliant mind and mm-hmm. who's diabolical? I don't need to see another super powered alien monster that blows up. Sit. I just. Oh my god! It's the same fucking thing. I, I think I couldn't believe it. That's. Uh, I I went on uh, movie fights yesterday. You guys, you can check that out on Screen Junkies uh, this uh, Saturday. They're going to release it. I was uh, doing the fact checker, but I was there. Uh, watching them discuss this, debate this, and it was all over the map. A lot of the fans split down the middle. Give me a. I just. I want. I liked Nolan's approach to it, like a crime movie. Right. What happened to like? Remember Batman Forever had like the Riddler and Two Face and yeah. a whole. Yeah. But like, I liked that movie. Yeah. And the villains were human. They weren't these fucking monster creatures. Oh. It seems. It seems that's where they're going. Yeah. I'm. I'm hearing that. It's. It's. It's interesting that the. The conversation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline is I I totally get it. Did I like the trailer? Did I have fun with it? Yeah, I totally did. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I see what everybody's saying, and I'm a little I'm getting a little worried now because I'm starting to see like, oh yeah, you're right. Like the Doomsday thing, just another. Here we go. We're gonna throw another super powered. And what we're seeing, it looks like it's Zod. Okay, like like they're they're we, we finally they turn get, Zod into yeah they turned the body of Zod into Doomsday and Doomsday. What I didn't like, I'll tell you right now, is that he has the the Kryptonian heat vision thing going, and I'm like, no, Doomsday from the comics is just brute force. He's just a, a, a killing machine and. I don't know where we're going with this. Neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Zeno Hour, thank you for saying this. We did try. I want Jeff on movie fights. They, that's what oh Zeno yeah, no, Hour they said. did invite me on movie fights last night. We did, but because the Revenant was at seven o'clock and movie fights goes till six, yeah. I was like, I don't even want to chance it yeah. that I don't get to the movie theater on time. I think we're gonna. Try. Nothing will keep me from Leo. I had I was invited to this cool Fifty Shades thing last night. With like featuring shades. a performance from the weekend, and I was like, "Nope, can't do it." It's wow. DiCaprio. Yeah, pay the man some fucking respect. <laughs> Very. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, which is you know, we'll talk about it now. Uh, it yeah, was. It was really. I can't. I can't say much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But you know, if I was tweeting, it would basically be like this. It was so intense that from yeah. a filmmaking standpoint, it is such an achievement. Mm-hmm. The bear scene that we've all read so much about for the wrong reasons this week, which. What the, is, what was is that? a is that's a that's like that, that, they just became all of a sudden this story about in like a I don't hashtag, know how like, dru- I don't know how Drudge <laughs> fell for it I don't know why it got pickup yeah and I don't know why 20th Century Fox responded to it I guess it got loud enough to the point where they had to they felt they had to anyways okay but as soon as you respond to it you legitimize it we're talking about the bear rape 
uh, inanity yeah. of this week. And then I get asked to like write stories about it now that Fox has commented on it. That's fine. And it's like, this is just a horrible cycle that feeds itself. Yeah. Just ignore it because it's obviously wrong. Um, <laughs> right. But anyways, that bear scene, guys, it is the most incredible scene I've seen all year. Really? DiCaprio's com- commitment to this thing. <laughs> it, it's Again, I, I, I was telling Mark before, from an awards perspective, it's a tricky movie, I think, yeah. to... You know, it, it's it's just so gory and violent and intense. And, yeah. Yeah. But, um... What what DiCaprio has done, I just think is it's it's incredible. You haven't seen anything like it at least since uh, Apocalypto. It's like a okay. glad, gladiator meets Apocalypto. I can't wait. This yeah. is my type of movie. I can tell okay. where it's just like because I am seeing some some down the middle kind of a lot of my the the people I really respect. Like what you're telling me, I saw uh, Amy Rose. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw she, her last. Yeah, night. she she tweeted out something that was like a really great review for it. I really like her tastes. Um, who else? Uh, my junior editor at Geek Nation, he was like, wow. I'll okay. tell you, it's like, again, Leo, Leo's up in the air. Tom Hardy, though, yeah, I was is gonna so fucking good. Thank you. He, I, nobody's talking about my boy Tom he Hardy. He gets more dialogue, I would say, than DiCaprio because, you know, DiCaprio's in pain for a lot of the movie. Sure. Um, and kind of incapacitated or whatever. Hardy is just so supporting actor worthy. He's okay. fucking amazing, this guy. And you know, a lot of the, people ask you, "Is Leo Oscar worthy?" I mean, take the movie out of it. Uh, like, I mean, for, yes. Okay. Uh, first of all, it's a weak year, and I was yeah. talking about this on Twitter yesterday. Right. I really respect the performances from Tom Hanks in Bridge of Spies, okay. Johnny Depp, uh, Black Mass, Matt Damon, uh, you know, in, yeah. in The Martian, and Will Smith in Concussion. Those are all like big movie star turns. Right. I think Fastbender has been better than all of them. I agree. Steve Jobs. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I haven't and, seen. And it was. Redmond I think yet, it's though. like between him and Leo. Like Keaton is great in Spotlight, but that's an ensemble piece, and really nobody should be running lead. Okay. I haven't seen Michael Caine in Youth, and I haven't seen Eddie Redmayne in The Danish Girl. Yeah. Nor have I seen Son of Saul. And okay. everyone says that that guy. Really? Uh, I forget his name. Razak Goring, something like that. Yeah. That the guy in Son of Saul is incredible, but. I don't know. Best actor, always a fascinating race. Yeah. Um, I almost don't even want to think about The Revenant in terms of awards because it just takes away from the film. This guy, uh, Chivo, the cinematographer, right. that's three in a row. Okay. Three Oscars in a row he's going to get. Oh, good. Like, that's in the bag. Okay. Game over. That's I, I get it. He won for Gravity and he won for Birdman last year. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Keep an eye on The Revenant. Oh, I'm going uh, check to check it out on Christmas if you can. Otherwise, it hits January eighth. Okay. No, I'm going to try to. You know, as you know, uh, for Meet the Movie Press, I do not watch movies, and right. so uh, <laughs> I, I appreciated the jokes. Now it's it's starting to to snow, snowball into something funny. So we'll keep it going here. And Riley's not going to see a freaking movie anytime soon. Well, you did watch Jessica Jones, though, right? I've been watching Jessica Jones. How deep are you? Uh, five episodes in. I'm in five episodes too. It's pretty badass. Oh my god! I really like it. Um, I, it's, do you it's, like it more than Daredevil? No, I like Daredevil more. Me but too. I haven't finished Jessica Jones yet, so I can't. Understood. So, but I mean, I love the world, the world building that Netflix is doing in Hell's Kitchen for the Marvel property here. I agree. It's, it's although the so incident great. in New York, they keep referencing that. I mean, that's the Avengers thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about. I get why they want to combine them and link the TV and the film. That's but. fine. I mean, I think for me, it's it's. But I think going, most people who aren't like you know sav, Marvel savvy or whatever, and they're just trying to watch a show, are gonna be like, "What are yeah. they talking about?" Well, it's I mean, two so completely different tones. Like yes. I get it. Like 
you think it's like over on the upper east side or west side is oh that alien thing happened with all those superheroes but over here you know let's go home and let's i mean this luke cage and jessica jones Good Lord, the, the uh, Good Lord is right. Oh my God, you'd you would blush watching these you know, sex scenes with your parents. I'm like, this is Marvel. You can't. You'd have to like. Okay. Yeah, I like this. It was very surprising. Um, I had no idea that it was going to be that kind of intense. Yeah. Not that it was graphic. I don't even think that there's nudity. No. Um, but it is. But there's something to be said, like when passionate. Can, can, can we? Uh, we'll offer a spoiler alert just in case you guys aren't watching because. I do want to reference that. I I think it's brilliant. I think the the characters. This whole show comes with spoiler alerts. If you guys don't know that, yeah, by now. you got to know that. But I, I'm assuming most of you have seen it. And I know this is movie press, but this you know we this is good stuff. This is better than movies here. Um, most movies. The the fact that Luke Cage and when he finds out about her powers and vice versa, and they just kind of go, oh, now we can just now go it's rough. On. We it's can on. go rough with each other. Yeah. It was. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! And to start it off with like the the buzz saw, the where it's just like, yes, that was cool. I'm like, the, this is rad. The twist at the end of episode four was cool. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I'm really digging. It. And Kristen Ritter, uh, so cool. there's something about her. I d- I don't. And right. there's something very sexy about her too. I, I never I never thought of her as uh, attractive. I loved her really? in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Never thought of her. No, I mean I I can see that she's a, a good looking woman, but I haven't been attracted yeah, but to her. There's something actually sexy about her. There's I'm, there's a difference. What I'm saying now is I totally agree with you with Jessica yes. Jones. It just hit me like ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, definitely digging that. Um, it's so great. It is so good. And you know, and, and you know, I'm just going to throw this out there, uh, pulling it out of my ass. Sure. But that director who's on those a lot of those episodes, S. J. Clarkson. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a. I think it's a woman. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um. I think it. Yeah. I yeah. S. J. Clarkson's a woman. Uh, she is going to be looked at for studio jobs. She's going to be good. the next Michelle McLaren, Patty Jenkins. I'm good. betting on it right now. Good. We need it. Oh, and I'm looking, look, we got an image. Here there we go. go. Okay. Yep, that's yes. her. Definitely a female. Very good. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. We have confirmed the sex of the director <laughs> yes. is female. Uh, well, she's kicking ass on that show and I could easily see studios uh, starting to take a look at her Yeah. Um, for feature stuff. Uh, what else was interesting? Oh, I, I, I made you jealous this week. Yeah, how? Got oh, a, God. I got an invite to the pro- world premiere of Star Wars The Force Awakens. After all my talk on this show about how, you know, it's not... How did you I, get I'm one? not a Star Wars guy. I know. But th- again, this is my entry point. This is how I look at it. Good. Well, I think um, I think you're going to be happy because I think it's it, it's going to be a good movie. I think it's like, going to be good, too. And, and I'll tell you, I tweeted this, too. When I look at the best picture field, mm-hmm. w- which I think is Spotlight and, and possibly The Revenant, um, sure. there's just not – it's not a very deep field. Like mm-hmm. I could see Star Wars not only getting nominated. I, if, it, if this movie delivers the way that we all hope and expect it will, I think it could win best picture. Really? I mean wow. a Lord of the Rings movie did, right? Yes. Return of the King. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This, this movie definitely could. It – you know, it's 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 not unheard of. I mean, the original Star Wars nominated. It's so good. I mean, would that be great? The age of the Academy, though. Like, I, yeah, I think it actually plays in its favor. How about Creed? Do you think it could be nominated? Yes, I do. Yeah, Creed. So you didn't see that over Thanksgiving? No. Break. Can you believe this? Okay, so hour and a half away from my nearest theater in Fernley, Nevada, where I was spending my holiday. Uh, then I come home and I was telling you off air, guys, Creed is the real deal here. I tried to go see it Wednesday night. It was the only time I had. 945. 
Eh, we'll just show up. I'm sure it's fine. Sold out. Boom. On a Wednesday night, 945 You know what show. that is, son? Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Damn straight. The guy, it, it, it was an AMC theater. He looked at me. He's like, I can't believe it. Yeah, it sold out. I went, It no. is the Rizzle Dizzle. Creed, yeah, I, 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 I begged my family to go see this with me on yeah. uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it was Saturday. It was that Saturday afternoon. And I, I convinced them. Yeah, good. <laughs> so the six of us went, five, you know, uh, me, my two brothers, my parents, and one of their girlfriends. Okay. And they loved we, it. They, they loved it. Dad didn't love it, but dad's a curmudgeon a little, okay. uh, as far as like the movies and stuff <laughs> goes. Get off my lawn. I, I showed them Sicario too. Um, Do I like that? I showed the entire family it, and they were all like, it was pretty good. It wasn't, I was like, oh That's my still God. still my favorite of the year right now. Yeah, it was fucking great. But, uh, so anyways, the, um, five out of six loved Creed. Okay. The movie got uh, applause at the end, which is rare for like a random theater in Boston. Yeah, I, I, um, I imagine so. It had me like on my feet. Practically, yeah. I, they, Michael B. Jordan was great. Mm-hmm. As you know, he's obviously one of the best young up and coming actors. Yeah, uh, Stallone. I, I, that's all I'm hearing. Well, no, I'm hearing across the board. Coogler, uh, and, and we're, we're getting to the coups. Okay, keep going then. <laughs> Still, Stallone supporting an actor nomination for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly could win, and Coogler was like. That's why this movie is as good as it is. Yeah. What Ryan Coogler has accomplished with Creed is so impressive because this mythology was stale. I mean, right. he breathed yeah. new life into it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, oh, it's, it's perfect. It can, I mean, it looks like it just can stand on I'm its own. I'm glad he turned down Black Panther because this guy can do anything he wants. Good. And it was funny. He could do anything he wanted after Fruitvale, I would say, or close to it. Yeah. Uh, and he went and, and he chose did and this. did this. Yeah. And at the time, it was such a head-scratching move, but the way that he reinvented that franchise was mm, such an accomplishment. Good. Well, I can't wait to see it. Definitely see it. Uh, on the flip side, Hunger Games, I also saw. We're going to spend about five seconds on that. It yeah. was fucking terrible. Thank you. I didn't like it either. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know what they d- decided. It had zero intensity. What a ripoff. I it, paid twice <laughs> to see those fucking Mockingjay movies. They were both horrible trash. Yeah. I, I you know... <sighs> I know it's a money thing. We're going to spend more than five seconds. I know it's a money thing to split the book into two movies. I get it. But it it doesn't serve the story at all. It affects the story. These felt like two half movies, and Mm -hmm. now Jennifer Lawrence gets to direct. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, like, I paid my dues here. She's writing screenplays with Amy Schumer. She's directing Project Delirium or Operation Delirium. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Uh, well, I know I'm with you on that one. I did not like it. Uh, yeah. Mockingjay just, ugh, God, this Hunger Games just went out with a thud. Yeah, Sad to whimper. see, you know. Um, okay, All let's right. talk about some more news. Okay, uh, so we had a big week, right? <laughs> yes, no, I think so. So, I mean, let's talk a little bit about um, Han Solo. Oh, yeah, this is interesting, guys, and I see you want to have been talking about it. Yeah, so, so, uh, big, uh, big Hollywood reporter. Boris and Hollywood reporter basically just said, you know, everybody's testing, which I think everybody kind of assumed or imagined. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like uh, some one of the quotes there is like, it's the easiest audition to get for. Right, because they'll see anybody. Right. They're just open to ideas, which I love about this, yeah. you know, that Disney's doing its due diligence. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people put forth this kid, Anthony and Gruber. Anthony and Gruber, yeah, he right. came on the Schmoes No Main show because he did a great uh, Han Solo or That's, Harrison Ford impression and then did it in Age of Adeline, right? Yes, he, he played young Harrison Ford already. Okay. He does look incredibly like him. He does do a good impression. Yes. And to cast him would be a terrible, terrible idea. Okay, I'm wondering about this. And 
Give me okay. Why? Why is that? Because it's not about how, how fucking Han Solo looks. Right. I don't need a carbon copy of Harrison Ford. Right. Just give me someone who is charismatic and can carry a movie. Yeah. And maybe Anthony and Gruber can. Yeah. It's not that I've seen him do it and fail. Sure. But I haven't seen that he can do it yet. I right. mean, he hasn't had the opportunity. So I, I just I don't know. I, I would not go about casting him just because he looks like Harrison Ford. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, Martin Bridger says the kid from Kingsman. Who, what's his name? Honestly, uh, that was my thought. Uh, I Ansel, thought Ter- uh, Ter- no, Taron Ter- uh, Edgerton. I think he would actually be really good. I was thinking that yesterday. That is fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, who was that? Who said that? Uh, Martin Bridger. Man, the kid from I was thinking the same thing. Uh, and Chad Hot uh, Telling, Hotelling. I don't know. That's a good name. Uh, but seriously, uh, Ansel Elgort looks like him. Yeah, no, they do. But again, I don't care what he looks like. I just want a, a good actor who can carry a movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is why, you know, I thought Tarun, because he's one of the few young guys who already have. Uh, when I saw some of the names in Boris's story, and, and it's, you know, he just he threw out a, b- a bunch of names. Like Miles some Teller. of them, yeah, some of them have like no, no chance now. Yeah, I, I, I just hope Miles Teller doesn't get it. Um, not, nothing against the kid. I like his acting. But he, I mean, he has that attitude. Yeah. He has, sure. I don't know. I'm, you know the what? confidence and the I, swagger that Han Solo has. I've done a complete 180 on this Han Solo movie. I do not want it to be made. I am, I am just, it just, it you don't occurred have, to me. You know, it's not, you don't have faith in Lord and Miller? I do. Are you kidding me? I have the utmost faith in them. They are going to actually make me care about this movie if they do it right, which they can do. I just don't – I mean it's like it's tearing down the myth that we already have in place of Han Solo. Uh, we yeah. don't need to I see it. Myth, so. Yeah, I mean I, I just – I think you know Han Solo, his origin story was shooting Greedo first, OK, in the cantina and then that was his journey and we've seen it. We I don't think we need to see anything before that. That's, that's the whole journey. Yeah, um, I mean that's just – that's my opinion and I, I'm probably going to get killed for it. But, uh, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll be a pallbearer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, tr- I trust Lord Miller and if they think that they can mine a really interesting movie out of that character and his sure. mythology – I'm all for it. I just, I, I just think it's hard to get behind a character that we already know what happens. You know, I already, I mean, we know he's going to live at least to the Force Awakens. So, how much tension can you build around that character? He's not going to, he's going to be in danger. What? Maybe one, two, three, four, five times in the movie, and you know he's going to live. You so. heard it here first. Five times, Han Solo will be in danger. Five times. Hot, hot scoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Miles Teller, Zeno Hour. But Miles Teller, a dick. Yeah, we've heard, right. Um, um, anyways, uh, yeah. So. Oh, staying in the Star Wars universe, I thought it was hilarious, all the articles that we saw about Carrie Fisher complaining about having to lose weight I mean, for The Force Awakens. Yeah, I mean, is it 1977 again? I mean, it's crazy. This is what... Uh, this, well, it's like, listen... she. I, of course she has to she, lose some weight she, for this, I assume. Yeah, they, is Hollywood like this big evil, like monolith because it's asking you to lose weight obviously you know jj asked uh, mark hamill mark hamill has spoken about how he's had to lose weight as well yeah i just love that it like hollywood becomes like this villainized essentially for asking this older woman who is totally you know normal looking for a woman her age mm-hmm. to like lose some weight to be in the biggest movie of all time and play a military general no less <laughs> that's where i was going with it it's like well yeah and i'm not doing it as like you know, women and they have to do this and they have horrible – I was just like, yeah, oh, she's coming. When I first heard that she was coming back, doing the movie, knowing what I know from Star Wars, that she is a Skywalker, that she is a Jedi, I immediately started thinking, what if she has a lightsaber? 
what if she starts fighting? What she's if? gonna have to <clears throat> she's gonna have to you know get into shape to do that. So you I, know, I, I just um, I, I don't know if it's like if because the way that she was saying it, it was kind of like. You know, I don't. She was like complaining, but like in a jokey way. She's funny, and I feel like the uh, yeah, she's a great writer. Um, and I feel like the media sort of put that slant on it, where it's like, look at Hollywood asking, you know, older women to lose weight for roles. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's not like we're asking to be like look like Rooney Mara here. Yeah, Um, I, I, I've just what we the conversations behind the scenes for this story was so interesting. It's like people are really. Covering the like it's news. Who, who knows? It's like everything Star Wars is is news. I yeah, I'm look. and I'm guilty of it too. Fuck, I put up uh, the Mojave trailer this week with Oscar Isaac. I'm like Star Wars hero, Oscar <laughs> Isaac in a completely different movie. Hey, I, I mean, I've now completely taken. I uh, what I'm doing now, Geek Nation guys. If you want to check it out, no more Star Wars news. We've had enough. Okay, <laughs> We've had enough. I okay. put the I put the the kibosh on that. We don't need to see any more trailers. We don't need to comment on Carrie There's Fisher's so way. Many. We don't need to speculate anymore. What we're doing at Geek Nation now is we're celebrating Star Wars. There's an article a day where we're looking at Clone Wars, the movies again, editorials about what our favorite movie is, like what we maybe can expect from you know uh, the the next trilogy. I mean, just all the writers that I'm I'm working with at Geek Nation, we're all having a great time celebrating head star over wars. to geek nation and satisfy your yeah. star wars thirst we, we we already have phantom menace uh, a look at phantom menace and uh, attack of the clones up man attack of the clones nobody likes that movie that like landed with a solid gold thump thump on on uh, our thing here but anyways guys that's my plug uh so what else is out there mr schneider oh let's talk about more terrible ideas yo i'm all for it what we <laughs> yesterday's on news that Jason Priestley, he of Beverly Hills 90210 fame, is going to be directing a biopic about the late Phil Hartman. This uh, makes where me this curious. ranks on a scale of one to ten on bad ideas. Yeah, <laughs> is I, of the charts. <laughs> you, now, when you say bad idea, like we don't need one, we don't need a biopic of him. I can't believe the most surprising line in in the story um, was that the Hartman estate has been cooperating with this project okay. like yeah oh my god the, I, I can't even and this is like going to be done like the b movie indie way too is it really that's well, yeah jason of course Priestley's, jason Priestley. come on people um, were yeah i was I'm not so, that i saw his movie cast and dylan you know but not okay. to slag the guy but right. uh come on yeah well it's okay i mean i i i don't know what to think i can't believe that the that his snl castmates won't come out and just like disavow this whole idea and shame jason Priestley into walking away or really something like that i just wouldn't be surprised uh, and, I, and then there's like some you know sort of unknown comedian who's good at impressions or something mm-hmm. who's going to be playing phil Hart. Some guy I'd never heard of. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> so yeah, it sounds very independent. Very and, skeptical of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you are. And I had zero opinion on it. Which is so funny. It's like I it just... is an interesting story, but not everything needs to be a fucking movie. Just because, like, he well, he was famous and he was murdered. So any fa- mur- fa- famous person who is killed or dies before their time needs a biopic. Needs a movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with uh, you on that. I, I again, I don't. I yeah. I, it's. It's an interesting one. This I, isn't I will say OJ that. here, uh, right? Which are uh, the, did you see the trailer? I don't know, for uh, the, dude. For, it looks incredible, right? Yes, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, American Crime Story. Can't wait for that shit. Yeah, that that looks pretty good. We keep look at television kind of taking over some of the Fargo as well. 
I need to see Fargo you now. You totally need to see Fargo. People, like, it's just become this thing where all I hear is Fargo. It's incredible. The way that it's directed yeah, that's, is amazing. I'm hearing so much good, so many good things about this, so yeah, I get it. <sighs> We're going to have to do that. All right. Let's get to some more news and um, and the live chat that's going on there, guys. Hey, I'm going to cue you guys in the live chat on the Popcorn Talk Network for Meet the Movie Press that's going live right now. What do you guys want to talk about? Um, <laughs> Paul Grant says, give Phil Hartman back to Marvel. Okay. That kills me. That's great. Uh, Thank you. Well, T- Tomb Raider got a director, didn't it? Finally. Was that sure Tomb Raider account out there that always yeah, asks, "Are you happy?" Right. It was like some totally underwhelming, like uh, international choice or something. Yeah, I, it's it's hard. I, I are, are we still doing news? What are we? Am I just still going through things? Yeah, just okay. go through things. I mean, fuck the, I'm Tom. Okay, this was a good one. This okay. was uh, there, there's a bunch of interesting stuff. We, we got a big show. Okay, coming up. We're not even done here. Tom Cruise is doing the Mummy now. Is he? Like, because I, it was almost like it was reported and then it was debunked by another trade. So not debunked, but maybe just totally shot down. Totally shot down. Here's the funny thing about all this stuff. So, uh, yes, I think our our friend Justin Kroll of Variety broke Tom Cruise's in talks to do the Mummy in in talks. Yeah, and you know, Deadline for whatever reason either had trouble confirming it or just chose not to believe what it was hearing and wrote a debunk. Right, that was it. Story Deadline. about its sister site. Okay. <laughs> now, from what I understand, <clears throat> it's definitely true. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously I was on vacation, but our reporters got confirmation and I remember calling them and okay. asking sort of how they confirmed it and it was very satisfactory. Great. Um, and what was so funny was that after Deadline uh, wrote up this story about Tom Cruise not doing The Mummy, even though every, every other trade said that he would be, okay. um, is they ran a story about Ryan Gosling playing Neil Armstrong. That's right. That I hear is very premature, if not completely untrue. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that that may have been linked. Those are both universal projects. Uh, it sounds a little like Deadline maybe got upset about the Tom Cruise thing and decided to retaliate mm. with a they were mad. unwarranted story about you know Ryan Gosling playing Neil Armstrong, maybe in the hopes of blowing that up. Yeah, I, I find it funny that sometimes when like de- it seems to be Deadline most times that just, I just kind of this. I heard there there were some nefarious motivations yeah. uh, that may have been involved on that one. Not to cast aspersions, but yes, I'm casting aspersions. Well, I'm with you, and and look. Kroll, Justin Kroll is a good friend of the show and a damn fine reporter who I trust every time. T- totally. Justin does his homework. And what's so funny yeah. is like I was on uh, – I was checking uh, – you know, obviously the, the the site – the aggregator site that I pay attention to most is, is IndieWire, the playlist. I think that those guys do the, uh, a great job. Yeah. Uh, and they you know, were like, you know, Tom Cruise and Toxic Play the Money, according uh, Mummy, according to Variety. And then it was – Ten minutes later, nothing to see here. Vogue's deadline says, and it's just like, why don't you do a little fucking homework yourself, <laughs> rather than like, you, you know, throw cold water on something that you, you. It's like, well, if you're gonna believe one trade and not the like, how do you pick and choose and when and yeah, just because deadline fucking says something doesn't make it fucking so right. I, yeah, and it's it's funny because we ran the article, we we covered it, and I said, look, the, Tom Cruise is in talks, and I said. 
it, if this is true, and I'm just saying, if it's true, it sounds like it's true. And I mentioned Justin, and he's on the show. Blah blah blah. He said he's him. in talks. He didn't he's say he's like you know and doing say, it for sure. It, it makes a lot of sense. Universal had a, a banner year. They're trying to do a shared universe with monsters, and they're going after Tom Cruise. Okay, they're serious. So this is great. Then Deadline's article comes out after we post this, and people start arguing it's not true. And I said. How do you know that? Yeah, why? I just don't know why we believe Deadline over everybody else these right. days. And like, I said, and, and one, I'm re- I'm only reporting on stories, and I'm not updating this because they're look. I don't I don't know. I have I have personal like affiliations with Justin that yeah. I, I don't I, think I, Justin I, posts that stuff lightly. So no, exactly. So and and again, it's just don't shoot the messenger. I mean, we're just reporting news that sounds cool. Well, it's just like if there's doubt. Make a couple calls yourself. Sure. Yeah. I don't understand. It's not like I'm the only one with a number for Universal Pictures <laughs> or or Tom Cruise's reps. Like right. I don't know. Get an IMDb Pro account. Whatever. There you go. Um. Anyway, so that was the Tom Cruise mommy stuff, and that would be really interesting. By the way, to have him. I, from what I understand, he would be playing like an ex Navy SEAL who comes after the mummy. So he's not playing the mummy, who is rumored to possibly be female. Okay. Right. That's right. Ex Navy SEAL coming after the mummy. We are getting some crazy shit. That sounds <laughs> that, that's, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but like so rad in a way. I think I think he that's like, like Velociraptors going after like the, in the Middle East. I'm wondering. Terrorism. I'm wondering if he like led like an expedition to like find the mummy or whatever, and then like something happened to, and everyone on his team like died, and he's now like like the grizzled one who's just like I've seen some shit. That yeah. So I'm gonna get that fucking shit. mummy. <laughs> but that, like look. Uh, what I will say, if Tom Cruise signs on, it means it's there's something there. Look, he's there, going. There always is. He's he, the man. <laughs> the, Tom Cruise, man. I, how could you argue? This guy is just and and he's fantastic. You know, I, uh, so I know that they're they're they may be trying to get a female money, mommy. I don't know. I've heard a couple of different names. Okay. Um, I'm like conflicted about whether I should throw them out there. Do it, man. Come on. I mean, I've heard that there's interest in possibly Idris Elba. Okay. As the as po- you know, as possibly the mummy or some ancient like spirit, okay. whatever. Nice. But then you know, but then I've heard the mummy may be female, so that I don't know, which is why like don't write articles about that. Yeah. Um, but I, I just heard that there's interest in, in in Idris Elba for that project, or you know, just possibly some role in the Monsters universe. I, I'll take him any day of the week. That'd be cool. I'm and all then, for it. And then Chastain, uh, Jessica Chastain, who obviously Universal is very sweet on, and, yeah. and uh, they have the Snow White sequel. Oh, that's right, I, I'm right. wondering, could she be the the female mummy? That's cool. Um, but then, you know, she just did. She's done Mama. She did Crimson Peak. Like it's a lot of horror and supernatural. There, maybe too much. Right. Right. Um, now d- to switch gears just a bit. What about Angelina Jolie? Is Bride of Frankenstein? That would be so cool. I saw that uh, in a THR article. Yeah, that's good. that would be that's so crazy. awesome. Um, it, it was speculating that like they made by the sea. You know, they they gave her the money to do it. Hey, yeah. so that she would be more inclined to do either a wanted sequel. Which, oh, no, that's right. That's which really right. nobody's asking for at this point. We Ten years that. later, just move on. Yeah, you missed your window. Yeah, uh, and Bride of Frankenstein, which would be fucking really cool. She, I could totally see it with the hair and everything. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, well, it's it's. It's just, I mean, on paper, I'm reading. They got going. big plans for this monster, monsters universe. They really although do. I, I am still uh, 
still skeptical about Alex Kurtzman directing that mummy. I, I, I am and launching with it with his as well. My um, my my news reporting to almost turned into an editorial as I was just going deep into like the. I mean, look at this here. If we're talking Tom Hanks for the Mummy and Angelina Jolie for the Tom Bride Cruise. of Frank, or, sorry, Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Wouldn't Tom yeah. Hanks though be great? Uh, Tom Cruise. Sorry, I got Tom Hanks on the mind for some reason. But uh, like, well, I just thought you know what was interesting with the Chastain thing was that he and uh, she and Cruise almost worked together before on Oblivion. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which is at Universal. Yeah, uh, I believe so. I mean, you know that, that it, she got replaced and or fell out or whatever, but. Right. Um, it, it's, it's I don't know. I, th- I think that Tom Cruise really likes Jessica Chastain and would really like to work with her on something. There you go. Now, are, so do you think we're going to get like that Avengers shot of like Tom Cruise and Angelina Jolie and you know and Jessica Chastain? They're all standing around and they're like they're wolfing out and they're putting their brighter Frankenstein yeah. stuff on and they're. Rapping. I think that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be rad? I just like I just, a more adult goosebumps. Universal, call me. I just came up with your <laughs> teaser trailer. Speaking of Tom Cruise, yeah. Uh, Christopher, by the way, and, and, God, that, that Idris Elba Jessica Chastain stuff is gonna get me in trouble. Is it? <laughs> but, uh, they're just names I've heard. It's like, who cares? Who I cares? Know. Well, now you're if, gonna, if, if, the bloggers are going to, if pick I, if, this yeah, up. but if it's like, if it was actually reportable, which mm-hmm. it isn't, it would have been on, on my site. Right. It would be on the wrap. That, that's what so we, there's a reason. That's what we always say, and it's so funny. But, but we have to make a splash with our first show back, so who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, right. There we go. I like that. Yeah. And the mummy, you know, mummy producers just shut me up. Um, so Jason Priestley should direct the new mummy, says Lindsay <laughs> K81. I enjoy that choice. Um, while we're at it, let's cast Hardy, Pratt, and Cumberbatch for the for the mummy. Yep, that works. Everybody's in the mummy. Everybody's just, in there's going to be multiple mummies. Yeah. Oh, God. That. <laughs> uh, I wish the mummy was Cleopatra. That's Dylan Flickinger. Yeah, not bad. I like that. You know, Dylan's writing your uh, movie there, Universal. Uh, You guys are all dropping this in. Thank you so much. Um, I love hearing what you guys are talking about, and they'll probably cover your 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 names there. But great. Don't, please. I, I'm not. Back to Tom Cruise. Uh, yes. Christopher McQuarrie coming back from Mission Impossible 6. What do you think? I I think it's great because MI5 is might be Loved my it. favorite. I mean, Loved I'm still so like good. Ghost Protocol. Uh, but Ghost Protocol is still, I don't know. I love the Brad Bird uh, Mission Impossible. So it changes It, it is fantastic. But Rogue Nation is good. It's so was good. so fucking awesome this I mean, year. talk about, it's the better spy movie than that Spectre and how rare, shit. And it's like Fast and Furious where like how rare is is it that a franchise, you know, gets better? Yes, exactly. That's what I was trying to say. Um, um, it, well, it's interesting. A lot of people I saw, I like the idea of Macquarie coming back. I think it's great. Me too. People were bitching like, well, they've always had a different director. That's, like, that's exactly what, what? I was going to say. Who cares? This yeah. guy rocked. Like, yeah. But then I saw some people coming at me on Twitter saying, well, look what happened when Mendes came back for Spectre. You know, it didn't, it didn't do well. You know, it, you know, they're going to. Whatever I, you know, that you can't look is, at things like, like that's that. a very specific thing that happened, and it just for whatever reason over Sony and James Bond, that's their I'm, movie. I'm all for it, and I think that the next step will be bringing back Rebecca Ferguson. Yep, you know, th- there's been like a question of whether she's going to come back or whatever. Yeah. I don't even. I'm sure that when they cast her in five, there was some kind of an option for a six. You sure. don't you don't launch a breakout star like that, which. 
Rogue Nation did and then drop her for the sequel. Sure. So that's something you can fucking aggregate. Go ahead. Like I'm 99% confident Rebecca Ferguson will be in MI6. Yeah. And that's, and that's not even like, you're not even talking to people. You're just, that's just common sense. Don't that, you that's think? what I think. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, um, Xeno Hour is dropping the, the, the funny stuff here. James Gunn is now going to debunk you. Uh, on Twitter yeah, yeah. for your <laughs> that was quite the debacle. I mean, we don't. I don't know how much do, I want to get into it. But do it, we get into it? I mean, it's it's definitely I mean, you it's know. a conversation on spoiler culture. I did kind of have some very strong opinions on it and texted you late. Well, one night. I'll put it. I'll put it this way: Umberto has owned it. Yep, he sure has, for better or worse. Yep, and um, our friend El Mayimbe. Yeah, and yeah, he has been a gentleman and a class act about it, and, and apologized. And um, he always is a class act. And I hung out with him. He's on movie fights as well. I hung out with him yesterday, guys. So uh, yeah. Saturday, you I, can check like, out. His I certainly don't think James Gunn is is lying, like on the record, to protect something like that. Maybe like J.J. Abrams, like bold face lying about Khan. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't mean, know. that's I've heard that argument. Um, one, and James Gunn basically commented on the spoiler culture. Like, he doesn't understand it. Why well, are... I, I mean, I'm inclined to agree with him. We've had I that conversation too. before, and I, I get that, you know, Umberto does a different thing than I do, and, and we certainly respect that. And, yes. And appreciate it. He has a huge readership. There's a huge part of the population that's super excited about the kind of things that he reports. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, I wouldn't want to know what he was reporting if, I, I if that either. was accurate. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's hard for, for at least I don't know about you, you don't ha- you don't report on that like I do. I you know that that breaks and then I get tweeted. Hey, did you see? Did you see? Did you see? And I know we have a contingent at Geek Nation that want spoilers. They want to know this, mm-hmm. so we have to run with it. And well, and I want to run with it. I think it's fun speculation, but do I want to know it? Not really. As a movie fan, I don't want to be. I don't know ruined. And, and it's interesting now that. James Gunn is going to social media. He's very active on social media in general. So he has a voice. He has a platform. And my God, it was debunked. He debunks it. Everybody's on our which, Facebook page going, it's been debunked. You're full of shit. And I'm like, which is also, we're not full of well, shit. I don't, I don't know why people, yeah, I don't know why people attack the reporters. Yeah. Because, you know, the reporter certainly is not trying to get it wrong. And I don't think that, you know, Miami did it. As like a traffic drive, like just to like get numbers, like right. I don't think he pulls things out of his ass like that. Right. Um, so you know, we all make mistakes. I've certainly made them, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think maybe he just got caught off guard by someone like James Gunn, who will come out and put you in your place a little bit because he's protecting if, his story. Sure, and and maybe and you know what, if he is lying and saying there's no plans for this or whatever, and he's doing it, fine, good, good on you. He's trying. He's protecting his story. So that's yeah, that's my. All, I mean, if he's actually lying, like I think it actually hurts Miami's reputation, and like he would have like some sort of cause to like be upset. Right. Um, I get it. You know, I get like that too. if James Gunn is basically calling him a liar, but um, it's, it, this is interesting. Martin Bridger. I don't know. They both handled it pretty well. I thought the two of them. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. It, it had a good conversation. I had a good conversation with some of my. What about what about is Martin it. saying? Martin there? Bridger says, "Will Marvel look?" For who is leaking the information? Now this is interesting because there's all, like yes and yes and no. I, yeah, Marvel. I mean, look, Miami and and Latina Review, especially back when he was over there, Marvel had a serious beef with them. Like there was like sure there was like lawyers involved. Yes. So you know that's Marvel protecting their properties as well, and I think they're always making sure, always looking. Yeah, I think they're especially in this day and age, they're always 
you know, concerned about security? Uh, are they maybe having, you know, internal conversations about who, who could be leaking some of this stuff possibly? But sure. I also don't think that companies really, I mean, I've, I've heard of witch hunts being launched before, but I think it's pretty silly. Like they know it's hard to keep a lid on these things. Yeah. And it's, it's also about whoever, you know, what if the person who's leaking these things is also like kick ass at their job? And they're the only person who can do their job. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I have a Marvel source, and and they've been right oh. on the money. And um, so it, it's interesting. They seem they, they don't seem mean or or disgruntled or like they're doing this this or that. It's just a fun. I I find it a fun conversation whenever I speak with my Marvel source. But what? I mean, Heard, haven't heard anything for some, a while. Some would question, yeah, like w- what does the Marvel source get out of it? You know, yeah, um, it's I don't know, I don't know what's what, what they get out of it, but that's you know, yeah. You don't so think that, that there's? I feel like there are disinformation campaigns, though. Yep, that's what I think I've that wondered. People definitely definitely whisper in our ears or in, in someone's ear, like Mayimbe, and yeah. spread falsities. I I think um, you know everybody's wrong. When I was over at Schmo's No years ago, we ran a, a Star Wars exclusive. I I think that was literally J.J. Uh, Abrams putting out a false uh, casting report, and we and we got it. And yeah, that happens. It happens. But now I'm hearing other things, so we'll <laughs> we'll see. One of the things that, that I got uh, partially wrong or half right, yeah, uh, depends how you look at it. Okay. Um, you know, right before I left, I dropped news that excuse me, Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. he of Oscar winningness, yeah, Oscar. Uh, is is being eyed to star in the Dark Tower? Yes. Uh, and so when I had heard it, you know, and this is generally, I think how most casting processes work is they try to find the lead, the lead first and then build around the lead. Yeah. Uh, and so when I had heard McConaughey, um, I'd heard that he was going to play Roland, uh, the, the the lead, the protagonist, the hero, the gunslinger in in the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we broke that story and and. It was definitely accurate. He he was offered that role. Okay. Kroll then came in and said, actually, he was offered both roles. It was really like, the here's the black, script. Here's what, yeah, here's what we have in mind for you. Maybe he read the script and was like, oh, you know, I'm interested, but sure. I, I'm actually more interested in this guy, Man in Black. What do you have in mind for him? Great. And so Justin said he's leaning towards uh, that villain role, which would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And he was sort of being eyed to play Randall Flagg in The Stand. Stand yep. And so, you know, because I actually have not read The Dark Tower, I, I actually didn't realize that randall that they were one and the same yep the man in black is randall flag from the stand yeah Isn't that cool? so uh yeah that that may have had an impact on how i reported it out because like i it did give me pause because i was like well wait isn't he you know Two different don't pay- they want him for the stand like he can't sure. do both but what if he could i don't yeah. I don't know it was cool i mean it, so are you saying it's it's both parts now are, no, no, are over or no 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 no, no. I, I i think that he wants to play the, the man in black i don't i'm not sure who they're looking at for role and i don't know if they will somehow convince him yeah they have someone else in mind for me you know i don't know i think they just want matthew mcconaughey and they just want him to yeah you know be happy and get the role he wants to do who uh who was uh originally this is when it it was javier bardem thank you that's, yeah that's i, what I was. heard that as well yeah that was i mean that was a while ago and, and there's a little the bit property... of talk aaron paul um yeah that's right but uh and then it's gonna be and then there's a young boy right yes yeah that, that'll be interesting to see who they uh well i'm excited I, for that. I, I hope uh i hope 
I, I, I hope that movie goes, and I hope, I would love to see Matthew McConaughey play a villain. That would be, he could do it in his sleep. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Um, Mac Tilly is asking, are they gonna make, uh, Creed sequels? Do you think this is a new, um, they're gonna make Creed sequels? That's a good, that's a good question. I, I think, it's a I great mean, question. Yeah, I, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it, it's, it's like, Coogler seems like the type of guy that's like, not into franchises. That yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't think that Coogler would return, and then mm-hmm. if he doesn't return, would Michael B. do it with somebody else? Here's the other thing about that: it's kind of like a standalone, right? It can totally operate as a standalone. It, I mean, it is a franchisable character. You could then obviously give him new opponents and sure. like, you, know, well, a, you know a richer home life, maybe a kid, a baby on the way. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but. Uh, Stallone, say, you know, Mac the, Tilly is saying Stallone has already confirmed it. Yeah, so. I mean it's totally it's totally possible, but, but it also just a lot. works alone. It, it just yeah, it's about a guy carving out a name for himself and and yeah. coming to grips with his you know her- heritage and I don't know, man. Um, you could go either way. Yeah, I got to see it to to make a full de- decision on has this. There been a, I mean, other than there is no other like boxing franchises there. Other than not Rocky. anymore. Yeah, other than the Rock. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless you want to count Raging Bull too. Yeah, did they do Raging Bull too? <laughs> I think like that's yeah, right. Like a, yeah, it was like straight to I don't know a, hev- a heavily litigated uh, Raging Bull right. too <laughs> with William Forsythe. Well, Southpaw too could could happen. Yeah, we've got about five more minutes. Um, I mean, okay. there's just a couple of other things uh thor three got yeah. a female writer got a female writer i like uh, this which is she was a blacklist uh yeah writer yeah blacklist alum totally uh uh stephanie folsom right yep stephanie, stephanie folsom. folsom um i did you know it was a little weird with thr i thought tweeting it out you know being like it dot 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 it's a woman <laughs> like Wait, it, women can write comic book movies? Yeah, they're like, stri- what? shining a light on it like it's a big deal, which it is. I'm not saying it's not. It, it is cool, but yeah, it was but the way that it was presented. And can I think we just when, be like, I think when you're the first, when you break a story like that, like you have to leave that sort of take to the blogs mm, and just yeah. report it straight. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it's a good point. We um, we reported on it, and, it was, they, and it was reported straight. It was more just like the tweet and the headline, the presentation of it. Mm-hmm. Made me at least question it, and I, I think typically THR is a pretty tasteful yeah, uh, publication. But yeah, something about it just like made me be like, huh? And judging by the retweets and favorites or likes, whatever the fuck they call them these days, yeah, that the, I that my tweet got on it, the hearts- other people questioned it too. Really? So I don't think I was alone. Yeah. Okay. Um, someone asked Seth MacFarlane if there's going to be a Family Guy movie, and he tweeted is- soon. Yeah. Is that a story? Is that newsworthy, Mark? Uh, My I, editors thought it was, and I disagreed. I didn't. It, it didn't even land with me. Um, so I, I, I didn't. If you saw that right now, and you were on Twitter, and someone you saw someone ask Seth MacFarlane, and he said soon. I, I, you know, I would be skeptical because I, unless he's running a studio, I mean, it makes sense. Sure, I guess I would buy it a little bit more than than normal if he's saying it. So, ooh, we got some breaking news here. What? What? We got a call. We got a call. I gotta take that later. I don't know okay. what's going on. Uh oh. Oh boy. But yeah, I got two important calls in the last ten minutes. So. Oh, hmm. Hold on to your butts. Hmm. Here we go. I'm like, I'm, just, I'm like, I don't think I'm tracking anything that big, but I don't well, know. Some, somebody's gonna uh, about your speculation. They're, <laughs> yeah, may, maybe. Maybe that's what you. it is. Now, this I'm is a live calls. show. Um, I don't know about this 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 Family Guy movie. I think it 
to- it makes no sense to me. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm kind of in that. I would. Not everything needs a fucking movie. Yeah. I think Family Guy is so. It's one of. The, I just love it. It's so funny. I enjoy the hell out of it. I don't think it needs a movie. I mean, I would, I would much prefer seeing Seth MacFarlane do some original, more original stuff. Like I know Ted too landed with a thud. Yeah, but and um, so did Million Ways to oh, Die. Million so. Ways to Die. So he's one for three right now. Yeah. So, but I still believe in him. family. It's just like the Sim. I actually look. The Simpsons movie did pretty well. It made like five hundred million dollars worldwide. I thought it was, a but great it movie seemed too. like it was like not that big a hit here. Like right? it's not something it that people go back to and talk about a lot. I own it and I have gone back to it and mm-hmm. I forget it's really good. Like I forget yeah, it's I liked so it. good. Um but it yeah, but it didn't stick with me like maybe like South Park the musical did or South Park the movie did. The musical. It is a musical though. Some quick briefs. Uh we saw Martin Scorsese's developing an Evil Can Evil movie right. or, or maybe cool. be involved in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like Evil Can Evil out. There's like a bunch of documentaries this year. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville uh I don't know. Doc, be- right? It would depend who who you got, and I know like Channing wants to play him, Jeremy Renner wants to play him. Yeah, okay. I'm sure McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah, everybody. Uh, yeah. Akiva Goldsman's no longer writing Transformers Five because he's doing another writers' room for GI Joe and Micronauts. Is this guy a screenwriter anymore? He's just like a professor, I screenwriting professor who like rounds up other pros and. Uh, I. I, oh god, Transformers! Oh, it gives me. It gives I just me don't. Heartburn. We need writers' rooms for GI Joe and Micronauts. What it, is there to write? You know this. This shared, things blow up. This this bandwagon shared universe thing. Not every franchise needs a shared universe. I don't know what Micronauts is like. Look, DC and Marvel. I'll get behind because they have sixty years of shared universe in their source materials. Um, this is like, come on. I mean, next we're going to get a it's hateful eight and glorious bastards shared universe or something. <laughs> Maybe they are the same universe. Oh, geez. Alex, Alex Daddario in Baywatch. Thumbs up. Schwing. Yeah. She's <laughs> a gorgeous individual. We, we love Alex Daddario. She, and she was these great. Parts. You know, I saw San Andreas, you know, we, that was a rental for me and, uh, we, cause we couldn't get there and my, my girlfriend and I rented it and I had a good time with it. I'm yeah, like, it's, a, it's a guilty pleasure. It's a total guilty movie pleasure, and uh, that's great. So, Mark, please tell Jeff that my Eagles will upset his Patriots. Hmm. Um, Fear the refs, hashtag. <laughs> There's our Zeno hour coming in strong. Uh, uh, there was some Friday the 13th news. See, okay, thank you. This is what I wanted to talk about. Okay. How awesome is it? The writer of Prisoners... Yeah, that's it's doing cool. Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, I see. I'm a. There's a classy hire. Yeah, I'm a huge Friday Thirteenth fan. I mean, guilty yeah, movie and, pleasure. Just and I like that they're. I mean, it's been delayed a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it, they're clearly taking the time to to get the right approach and the right take. I, I think that's great. How do you, uh, Guzikowski? Aaron Guzikowski. Guzikowski. Aaron Guzikowski. Uh, he's got some really great movies on the horizon as well. Um, I know he's doing the re- uh, Wolfman. He's doing writing that uh, yeah, yeah, remake. Yeah. Uh, the Steve McQueen pick, a remake of uh, uh, pa- how do you Papillon? Papillon. Papillon. Um, so yeah, and he did the Red Road, I believe. And mm-hmm. and uh, what's <laughs> that? To me, that would be pretty interesting if you got your Red Road star Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. ooh, and you put him against Jason Voorhees. <sighs> yeah, Jason versus Jason. I would ooh, that's a like that's a tagline. That would be fucking cool. That there's something there. It's the thirteenth movie, 
So little little uh, right. They got to do it there. special. They're... Right now, it's slated for January twenty seventeen. Okay, I could see that moving to uh, as Anna Cool said, October twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just makes just, way more sense. Absolutely, put it in the hall and the Halloween crowd. Uh, and what we're looking at a Friday the thirteenth release, I'm sure. Right. I mean, so, that, that's the funny thing is that they have to keep <laughs> delaying it six months at a like, time oh. for, to, to release it on a Friday the thirteenth, um, which makes sense. Well, I love this from a marketing. I, standpoint i posted it my horror fans came uh and and tweeted with me saying you know oh what about the fact that it's still at platinum dunes which is michael bay's company look yeah it is but i I go to this chainsaw was good chainsaw was good i like chainsaw i haven't liked it they're capable of it i like the david bruckner hire he's no longer involved right you know uh justin broke the aaron guzikowski story yesterday and i noticed that bruckner was not included right which raised some questions so i made some calls and found out that he was no longer involved okay um and I liked, you know, I liked his, I didn't like Southbound, this horror movie that was at Toronto, but his segment was the best of it. Okay. I liked right, this right. thing in VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was an interesting hire and hopefully they will make another interesting hire when that script is in. Yeah. Well, this, this is a, a, a big step for me, at least my opinion, big step in the right direction. Um, cause uh, you know, Guzikowski. Uh, yeah. I can't keep, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just like his stuff. Like Prisoners, obviously, is one of – it's a great freaking movie. So, And I've got one last thing on my list. Let's do it. Bring it up. The Hateful Eight. Mm, yeah. Oh, you saw it. I did see it. Yeah. Oh. Reviews are embargoed. Right. You can tweet. So I wrote up some tweets that I did not post. Ah, okay. Are you going to tweet <laughs> and them I, now? And I could read them now. Um, okay. Hey, all right. <laughs> but no, uh, ba- basically, you know, it was pretty, uh, it's pretty underwhelming. It was quunderwhelming. Yeah. Qu- I, I, throw a Q in front of underwhelming. Okay. Because it was underwhelming for him. Okay. Um, yeah. I did read the script. So I sort of knew what was coming. He did make some changes to, you know, sort of that, that, that third act. Okay. Um, but ultimately it wasn't enough and it was as I feared. Uh, there's just, there's, there's nobody, the problem with Hateful Eight is that there's nobody to really root, root for, for in okay. it. Yeah. Um, it, it is very much of a piece with, uh, Bastards and Django. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Bastards, you're rooting for the Jews to kill Hitler. Of course. And in Django, you're rooting for, you know, Django and the slaves to, you know, uprise against their, their masters mm-hmm. and for Django to be reunited with his love. Sure. In this movie, and I've asked several people so far, I don't know what you're rooting for. Yeah. You know, obviously, Kurt Russell, um, uh, who is, you know, among the, the good guys, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, is there to take J- Jason, Jennifer Jason Lee to hang. Right. Are we rooting for her? For him to accomplish his goal and for her to hang, are we rooting for her to be rescued by, you know, whoever? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that is sort of unclear. I, I liked the approach. It was, um, you know, it's presented with an overture. Yeah. Uh, an intermission. And, and, and an intermission, a 12-minute intermission. Pretty, pretty So the cool. whole the whole thing is like just over three hours or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Um, it, it's quite the epic experience. And I like that Quentin kind of provides that and, yeah. and makes it feel special. He swings going to for the, the fences theater. every time. Right. Yeah. Um, but yes, I did not like it. Okay. I honestly think it was my least favorite Tarantino movie. The performances are all really good. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell, Sam Jackson, obviously Jennifer Jason Leigh's excellent, and Walton Goggins is fantastic. Right. Well, 
That's, yeah, that's I it. just um, temper expectations, folks. Like, see it in a theater, see it in seventy millimeter if you can. Yeah, I've heard not it. at the crest apparently in Westwood. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Um, that, that must have. Did you think that? Could, so what happened there was the it was out of focus the whole. Yeah, and, and like, it's and they're the going movie. to have problems like this because there's not a lot of projectionists who are well versed in uh, seventy millimeter, and there's a problem with the projectors. They're old. Yeah, it's sad. Um, it's honestly, really sad. I don't know how many people would be able to even tell the difference between seventy millimeter and digital. I don't even know if i could mm-hmm. i thought it looked gorgeous but you know for all the talk about this being shot in glorious 70 million this is a movie that is largely dialogue set indoors so i don't you know yeah you're right i didn't even think about that yeah it's there's like, like why then 10 to 15 I... minutes outside with the mountains and the vistas yeah that's about it so that's a good point interesting i love yeah. you know again i am i'm gonna see it. i can't wait for the holiday break because I'm going to go see everything. Yeah, listen, he's my favorite director, and, and yeah. th- this certainly won't stop that. But uh, you know, when you compare it to one of my favorite movies, Pulp Fiction, and then Jackie Brown and Dogs, and even even Bastards, and oh, I which Bastards. I loved, yeah, it just doesn't quite measure up. Okay, I buy it. You know, I, I'm going to see it, and you know, and I've heard actually the, the, the other. Side of yes, things. of course. Oh, people are my my junior editor it. put it uh, put it. He said it's his third favorite out of all of the uh, it's ninety. Tarantino's. It's better than ninety nine percent of movies, folks. Yep. I just you know when you look at it in his filmography, I don't know that it'll stand out as one of the stronger entries. That's all I'm saying. All right, so. guys, we got to wrap that up. Yes, uh, that was a hell of a meet the movie press. Uh, there was a lot going Woo! on. A lot of good movies. Good out catch there. up. Yeah, good catch up. Thank you very much, uh, as always, guys, for coming in and joining us on a Friday morning. Um, I, of course, you can find me at uh, at Riley Around and at GeekNation.com every day. There's some good stuff happening. And also, I took over Far, Far Away. The surprising the Star Wars podcast over there. We're doing some fun stuff. So, and uh, Jeff, of course, where can they find you? At the Insider and uh, TheRap.com. Uh, everyone have a wonderful have a, weekend. Have a good weekend. Uh, guys, tweet at us. Uh, tell us what you're seeing this weekend, what you think of all the movies that are out there. I know I have to catch up. Go see Creed. Go see Creed. That's to this guy too, Riley. Go see Creed. Go see Creed. And uh, guys, please share this. Rate. Subscribe. I want you to go to the Popcorn Talk Network to check out all the shows there. Tell your mother about us. Tell your mother. They'll like Jeff. That pudding. Look at this. That's a good pudding. So guys, we'll see you next week. Uh, this is Meet the Movie Press. Bye-bye. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here to those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflecting views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.